0: Welcome to the Petzinger Brothers Podcast. Kick back and enjoy the musings of James, John, David, Joseph, and Ben, five brothers raised decades ago on a dysfunctional farm in western Idaho. All right, today is July 12th, 2009, and this is the first, the inaugural episode of the wonderful Petzinger Brothers podcast. I'm James.
1: I'm John. I'm David. I'm Joseph.
2: And I'm Benjamin.
0: And I'm pretty sure that in the future we'll be able to get that out a little bit quicker, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all sound you all sound like you're on yeah, some definitely. kind of a time delay.
2: <laughs> hey, we you're may be German, but not the Vaughn Traps.
0: <laughs> the Von Traps. Uh, yeah, what?
1: Clever, but I was just giving it would help it me feel so. more comfortable if you would start to show out, like, this is, a, you know, Captain's Log. Okay. <laughs> I think that would, that would be better.
0: Captain's Log, a reference to Star Trek? How many of you guys? How many of you guys um, enjoyed Star Trek as much as I did? Haven't
2: seen, it. I haven't, I haven't seen it.
0: No, I'm not talking about the new movie. I'm talking about the original TV series that was on air in reruns when we were kids. Oh, love it! Of course, it's was uh, a huge part of growing up. Yeah, it's Star Trek. It's Kirk.
1: Yeah, you got to remember, we watched it in black and white on a. 14 inch screen. <laughs> you know,
2: and, the, and the screen was right next to the dinner being cooked.
0: Right, it's set up on the stove, right? Yeah, the, uh, with the antenna made out of uh, aluminum foil up to the handle on the cabinet. Yeah, remember that.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the, when you're done with the casserole, you can just turn the top into a thin foil antenna. It was very practical.
0: Yeah, the the thing I remember about that was that the TV, being on top of the stove, was right there in the kitchen where we would eat, but we were never allowed to watch TV during dinner.
2: Never.
1: Degenerates. Well, only if Dad was home.
0: Yeah, if Dad was home, we I could didn't. not watch it.
1: Right, but if, if Dad was gone and it was TV was on... That's true i mean the, the the kitchen was pretty much the living room until the back room was finished, but it was only a part- time living room in the back anyway because it was so cold usually in the winter
0: am i re- am I remembering it correctly that the uh the TV didn't have any knobs?
2: no we had the you either had to have the death grip between your thumb and your forefinger. Or I think we had pliers. Oh, had that's pliers right. Until it uh, wore off. Yeah, we had to pliers to change the channels. And there were only four channels.
0: Well, you had the three broadcast and then PBS, right?
2: Right. And, and then eventually, and I think Fox came eventually. Right,
0: eventually Fox came around. Well, that was... That was uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just remember enjoying watching Star Trek... Uh, it's. It seemed to be the the show of. It it, it determined a lot of my conduct at school. Also, <laughs> because I constantly considered my, I, it con. I, I was constantly imagining that hey, I'm like Captain Kirk because my name's James and Captain Kirk's name is James, so therefore, I'm Captain Kirk.
2: That's not very logical, James.
0: No, but that's why I wasn't Spock. <laughs> no page my friend page he got to be spock
1: and who was i
0: i don't know who did you want to be
1: i mean you tell me
0: who was i on the show you were sulu sulu really sulu
2: definitely
0: john was red shirt guy yeah red shirt guy yeah red shirt guy you know spock captain kirk Doctor McCoy, all beamed down to a planet with red shirt guy, who's not coming back.
1: I always like not coming back. The red shirt, what? Really? No, I, I, I would say, I would say John was more like Bones. Exactly. that's who I thought I was.
0: I really? Was, yeah. I love Bones.
1: <laughs> I
0: love him. He was so grumpy, but you know he had yeah he had such a good heart, such a good guy. Always so grumpy,
1: though. I love that. He was grumpy, but he was a yeah. John, He was kind of the irreverent guy. He was, yeah, I would say John was more like Bones.
0: I just was remember. Dr.
1: Bones or Dr. McCoy was the engineer, James? Wasn't McCoy the engineer?
0: No, Scotty was the engineer. Uh, Scotty? Yeah. Scotty was the engineer, and, and I never could relate to Scotty because I always thought. Man, that guys he's amazing, but his name's Scotty. It's not James. I don't know. That was me. All I know is that when we were watching TV after school, it was like I always watch TV with my right eye. Because out of my left eye, I'm looking out the window to see if Dad's coming home. It didn't matter. He put his hand behind the TV. Uh, to see I if it was warm. so hot. He would always put his hand
1: behind it. It didn't matter.
0: Yeah, but still there's a, there was always a difference there was always a difference between watching T V and getting caught doing it and not getting caught doing it.
2: Okay, so what was it about the TV that was so uh I would say bad? What was what was dad's MO in that? Oh I mean, we all have kids now.
0: Oh, there were so many other things that we were supposed to be doing instead of watching TV.
2: Like pulling weeds. Yeah. Obviously, in the summertime, there's always something to do. Homework. Homework. And I believe believe Dad's reaction that if if we were watching TV, I think the question, the hypothetical that always ended up being a concrete answer was, do you need something to do? (laughs) Yeah. how, How do you say, no, I'm good? Because he knew you were watching TV, so he knew that. He knew the answer, and then he'd find something for you to do.
0: Well did we ever say, No, I'm fine. I'm I've I've got TV to
2: watch. Yeah, I tried it, it didn't work. And what was the response? It was a, a very quick uh turn that off, let's go.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have much patience for T V.
2: Well, the, the McNair excuse me, McLair or what is that news hour?
0: lair Report?
2: The McNeil Report. He would watch that.
0: Oh, and Lawrence Welk. Um, yeah, that's still
2: like that show. I don't understand why Oma and Opa watched Gunsmoke. (laughs) Did they even understand what was going on there?
0: Okay, first of all, Oma and Opa, uh, for anyone who doesn't know what Oma and Opa mean, German, for Grandpa and Grandma. All right, so Dad's parents. Okay,
2: Okay, but seriously, Dad never watched the show, yet his parents watched the show religiously. So on Dallas. I, I think they watched Dallas, too.
0: Dallas?
1: Gunsmoke? I remember, I remember Omar talking about Bobby. <laughs> he was really upset when he got shot. Oh.
0: Really? Omar oh. watched Dallas?
1: I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Omar watched it When I was living with Omar, she would watch uh, all of the soaps during the day. She was very into that. She's ninety years old, and she's concerned about, you know, Heather on the Guiding Light, and if she's going to get back together with Thomas or whatever. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's very. She would not miss that show. What a Days of Our Lives?
0: Wow. Do you know if she still watches her soaps every day?
2: No, because Manfred says that it's degenerate.
0: No, you're you're pulling that out of thin air. I know. Okay. <laughs> All right.
2: I don't know. I don't know if she does. We should ask her.
0: All right. I'll ask her. We'll we'll, we'll we'll have to get her on the line one of these times. I had no idea that she was so into soaps.
2: You know, I never really did get into Star Trek, though, I got to be honest. Uh, well, the high pitch the high fake noises, uh, I don't know.
0: Well, uh, Star Trek was great, but I my favorite show of all time of my entire youth and I know you might think it was uh, I Dream of Jeannie, though that was a great show. My favorite show was Wild Wild West.
1: Yeah, I, we, we noticed yeah. that. Character in that name, James, too. Yeah.
0: I love that show. I mean, the guy could do no yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: So were you James? Of course. I'm James West.
2: <laughs> so did you only watch shows where your first name is the main character? <laughs>
0: Yeah, even now, if the main character's name isn't James, I don't watch it. I'm not interested. (laughs) (laughs) Or if the actor's name is James, then I'll go with it.
2: No, I don't don't believe I've ever seen that show, James. I mean, I, I don't even know who the actors are. Wild Wild West. What? You never saw Wild Wild West? I probably did but I mean I have part timers I don't have Alzheimer's so I only remember part of things I don't didn't leave an impression on me I was more into the the A team the Fall Guy Dukes of Hazard that's the trifecta for all adolescents in the 80s right there
0: okay so A team the Fall Guy
2: Lee Majors Lee
0: Majors on. okay
2: Asia. and Dukes of Hazard uh,
0: Dukes of Hazard yeah, yeah Dukes of Hazard
2: I still remember the opening scene to The Fall Guy. He had a, a an early to mid-80s full-size Chevy that he actually drove it through a power pole. I mean, that's just amazing. <laughs> there were many, many days where I thought, if I could just get the beast going fast enough, <laughs> I'd like to try that.
0: Take it through a power pole. So, in other words, the car kept going.
2: Oh, there's, and the sparks and the flames. Got it. I mean, it. come on. Yeah. Powerful. Now a close a close fourth would have been definitely Magnum PI.
0: Oh, I loved Magnum PI. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that was a good...
0: now, yeah. What about the Six Million Dollar Man? Oh, I love the Six Million Dollar Man too. Da na na na. Da na 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 na. Oh, that show was so great. And I always remember that one shot where the, uh, you always knew that there was going to be an, a meeting with Oscar Goldman because they would do that zoom in on some government office window. Remember that shot? No. No? I always knew, oh, they're going to talk to Oscar because the segment would always start with this picture of this window up on this, this big government building and then the camera would zoom in up on the window and then boom, there they are in Oscar's office. Yeah, don't ask me anything more about the show other than he had two bionic legs, one bionic arm, uh, one bionic eye.
1: But yeah, that did you bother me that he had an arm that wasn't as strong as the other? Yeah, me too, Joseph. That bugged me too. not <laughs> right. <laughs> it seems <laughs> lopsided. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, they really
1: they should have bit... cut off his arm and gave him a gave him a, a better one. Even though it wasn't hurt, they should have just cut it off and given him a bionic arm. Exactly. And, you know, for me. Did, did, go ahead. Didn't it bother anyone at a whole? I think it, it bothered me the most when they made the $7 million man. And then you realized, oh, he's not as good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but he, he won, didn't he? Didn't the two of them fight?
1: I did, but he still, you know, it's like, you know, it's still it kind of ruined it for me. I think that's when the show ended.
0: Yeah, well, uh, you know, there's one thing I'm just never going to forgive Lee Majors for. And yeah. I mean, how in the world could you screw it up with Farrah Fawcett? You know, one of one of the angels. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, the 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 Charlie's. I mean, she wasn't my favorite angel of of the Charlie's Angels, but still, one of Charlie's angels. And and you can't keep that together. Which was your favorite? She's everybody's favorite. No. Uh, Jacqueline Smith, hands down. Jacqueline Smith was my favorite, uh, Charlie's Angel.
1: She still looks good.
0: I don't know why she was my favorite, but, uh, I just, I don't know. I just liked her better than, than the other two. Maybe it's because she was the one that was, was, uh, I don't know. It seemed like she was smarter than the other two. Of course, maybe that would have been yeah. me just imposing my own. Uh, well, of course, I like her best, so she must be the smartest one. <laughs> All I know is TV was a sore point. A sore point with Dad. He uh, he didn't like the squawk box very much. I mean, that's probably why we didn't have a color TV until when? What year was it that we got the color TV? Does anyone remember?
2: Uh- it was, I know it was, it was as heavy as a car. I mean, it was a, it was one of those uh, wooden, built-in type deals that takes about 20 seconds to warm up as all of the tubes. The
1: oh, it tubes took longer than 20 seconds. No, that was like the second color TV we got. first one we got wasn't that big one. It was smaller, and we got a VCR at the same time. That's we right. Watched,
0: yeah. We watched Superman that day. That's Superman
1: right. And hot lead and cold feet. What, what was that movie again? Hot Lead and Cold
0: Feet. Hot Dad, Lead. And Dad cold. walked us out of that movie when we were watching in a the theater. No, 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 no. It wasn't Hot Lead and Cold Feet that he walked us out of. Private it was Eyes. Private Eyes. That's no, right. It was, it was a different Don Knotts. Uh, 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 yeah. Movie. It was that's Private that's Eyes, right. and he walked us out when some guy gave this lady his business card and tucked it down into her cleavage. And he went ballistic. It
1: was at the Charlie square, wasn't it? She tucked it into her cleavage. Oh, she
0: tucked it into her cleavage. Still, I just remember being, number one, embarrassed that we were walking out of a theater, and number two, angry, because I wasn't going to get to see any more of that cleavage. And I'm sorry, but that's just how I felt.
2: I don't remember any of this. <laughs> I do remember well,
1: watching uh, uh, this out of a Lone Ranger, too.
2: Maybe that's the one yeah. I remember.
0: That was at my birthday party. Oh, yeah. that's, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he's yelling at me and all my friends to get the hell out of the theater. <sighs> <And> he's yelling <sighs> at the theater. Attendants.
1: Yeah, I have it shows a a movie.
0: Well, his reason for that was, it was, I guess it was that scene where they were hanging some guys or something, it was just, for him, it was too realistic, too violent. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah it was a really violent movie.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to fault him for his sensibilities. I mean, he had sensibilities, and he stood up for them. Um, And, you know, good for him. But I tell you, for somebody who doesn't comprehend that, you know, a kid that doesn't comprehend that, that was that was a hard thing to to put up with.
2: I I do remember walking up the aisle. Yeah, because I think all I saw were the lights on the floor. <laughs> I, I think he had me by the back of my collar, so I I couldn't get my head up. Oh man! Did We get ice cream. Yes, we got ice cream afterward. Dad certainly had a. Um, he certainly had a, a distaste for the Hollywood uh, portrayal. I mean, he just didn't like anything to do with TV. He he wasn't dialed into any uh, regular sitcom. There was nothing that interested him in entertainment. I can't think of anything. Yeah, you know, David, yeah, you, you mentioned earlier the uh, Sound of Music, you know. But that's because it was the Von Trapps and that was, you know, Austria. But can you guys think of anything that he was, I wouldn't call it a slave to, but a fan? Was he a fan of anything? Nothing. I mean, he, he didn't have an allegiance to anyone or anything.
1: Nothing,
0: yeah. No, Nothing with entertainment value. No. Or, you know, presumed entertainment value, yeah. But you're, you're right, Ben. He did not align himself with anyone or anything ever. Uh, the complete,
2: uh, I don't know. So, I would say the complete anti-entertainment, but not not anti-like it was it was uh, base or it was evil. He just didn't like it. And I think he was trying to get across to us, maybe in his own way, that there's a lot more out there than just watching some guy get hung from a tree. But he didn't have a very subtle way of expressing that.
0: Yeah, there was no subtlety. When he made up his mind about something, uh, there was absolutely no subtlety whatsoever. It was cut and dry, and, you know, we're walking away from this, we're not doing that. There was no... Uh, tact whatsoever, but then that's the way he approached most situations.
1: Yeah, he never waffled.
0: Rarely did he hesitate. After
1: I never saw him really hesitate once he was going forward with something.
0: And I think that you know it was hard for him to um, relate to that, especially for me when I was in high school. It, he could not comprehend uh, that I could see anything that I was trying to be a part of uh, socially. Because for him, that was all superfluous, unnecessary. Uh, There were much better things to do with time than the kinds of things that were interesting me. Uh, We'll talk about dating some other time, because for me, that was the absolute nightmare.
2: i tell you what, James, John... God bless you guys and what you had to go through. Because by the time I got around, they didn't care. <laughs> they just seriously. I I pretty much had free reign. Yeah, we mom, James, I remember mom and dad to... telling me, "Listen, just call us if you're going to be past one a.m." That was it. Those were the rules. And when my kids hear this, I, I, I have to apologize because I'm going to be the biggest hypocrite in the world because <laughs> there's no stinking way I'm going to allow that. But you guys definitely plowed the row on that one. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> I had
1: nothing to do with it.
2: Well, no, uh, David, you're, the absence of your name was noted.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You went on, what, three dates the whole time you were in high school? Uh, that you know of. (laughs) (laughs) What's
0: that supposed to mean?
1: No, they weren't really dates. I wouldn't even call those dates. I went to prom, uh, maybe went out with friends with girls a couple times. That was about it. Yeah. Dating was not a, uh, I didn't get to go on many dates. But it had uh, nothing to do with dad or mom. I just did go.
0: What, you weren't interested or just what?
1: Uh, no, I just didn't know what to do. Oh. I mean, had no car, no, yeah. I wasn't a very prepared young man to go on dates.
0: Yeah, and I'll take partial blame for that because I was a horrible big brother when it comes to passing down useful knowledge about how to go about conducting yourself socially.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I, I was a total social retard, and I was going to say, well, Dave,
2: I was going to say the premise of. The premise of what you said was that you you didn't pass that down, so you had me confused there for a minute, because I didn't know that you had anything to pass down.
0: (laughs) That's my point.
2: Okay, all right.
0: I had had nothing to pass down. Okay, I gotcha. I had no game. (laughs) I had nothing.
1: I mean... Right, so all I did was, you did the opposite, and it worked out pretty good.
0: Wait, wait, uh, Joseph, you're going to have to say that over again, because you broke up.
1: And then I analyzed what you guys did. I did the opposite, how perfect. <laughs> Joseph, you could have done you guys, anything you got me in there too. A better than, than what than what I did. I mean, the only thing I remember about James's dating is he brought home a girl, the first girl he brought home, and it was like it was like an event. <laughs> her name was her, her name was Laura Lynn.
0: No, it wasn't Laura Lynn. And, uh, We we won't go into we won't go into her name. But uh, yeah, I know yeah. who you're talking about.
1: Okay, she she almost became a member of our family just for the fact that you brought her home once. <laughs> oh, she's so special. James is dating. This is amazing. <laughs> I remember that. I don't think I wanted that to happen to me. Maybe that's why I didn't date. I don't know.
2: Well, what? James, you said you said you had nothing going for you you had vega power oh give me a break we're not talking about the vega today i can't i can't you, you I have, to, can't. You have <laughs> to admit that 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 vega with its deep brown paint job oh. smooth lines i'm getting hot and bothered just thinking about that car
0: that oh was- hot and bothered <laughs> that's what that should have been the name of the car there was a pinhole in the radiator <laughs> and I drove that car around with five, I don't know, maybe five or six gallon jugs of water in the back of that car. I'd drive it for five miles, I'd get out the big hot glove, I'd open the radiator and pour in a gallon of water, and I'd drive another five miles.
2: Now, which was it the Vega or was it the, the two-door Maverick? Because only the Petzinger family would have to distinguish between two-door and four-door with that line of automobile but was it the two-door maverick or the four-door maverick that didn't you guys find some weed in the in the headliner (laughs) it was the maverick but you remember this right yes yes That was the coolest thing ever and that's where we went shopping that's how we rolled back then that's where we bought our cars where you can find weed in the headliner that was awesome
0: Uh, didn't we give that to Dad?
2: I believe we did turn it in. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, we gave it to Dad. I mean, we didn't know what to do with it. What
2: else were we going to do with it? We turned it in.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would like to know someday, though, what he did with it.
1: Well, I don't think anyone got spankings that night.
0: <laughs> what exactly are you insinuating? And 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 that's probably not a good thing to insinuate. Okay. Um, all right, we're running out of time here, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say <laughs> there are a couple things that I wanted to talk about a little bit more. Uh, I would love to talk about the Vega a little bit more because that was a nightmare car, um, and it had a name. Um, and uh, John and I had we had our special day with the Vega. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about that later a little bit more uh, some other time.
2: I think it would be a challenge and a a delight to actually go from the beginning to the end and list every vehicle, every vehicle that we own and see if we can do it. Wow. I think it would be... That's a challenge.
0: Well, it's a challenge because there's... None of those vehicles were purchased off of a lot new. No. I'm not even sure some of those vehicles were just one vehicle. No. I mean, speaking for the Vega, I know for sure that ultimately it was actually two Vegas welded together. (laughs) But we're getting ahead of ourselves.
2: And I know that we're going to talk about more vehicles later on, but I do want to get a play-by-play of what actually went through John's head as he sat in that green Chevy truck that I don't know that ever ran, but he would sit there for hours (laughs) and just kind of let it idle. You probably went through 50 gallons of fuel. But, I mean, John, just to kind of cue us in, what were you thinking? And you kept talking to somebody. Your arm was on the bench. So, no. <laughs> oh, you didn't think your little brother was watching. I was watching. I was concerned.
0: I loved I love that truck. And it was – I probably had my arm around uh... – probably Marianne maybe I don't know I, there was a few girls yeah but yeah I, I, I would sit in that four hours I remember that I just loved it I would just sit in there and it wouldn't run though it it couldn't engage in the drive but I could turn the engine over and the engine could run and it,
2: I don't know why but it was therapy just to be in there on the road but not there's ever symbolism there. <laughs> there's a lot of symbolism there John <laughs> <laughs> that was a good truck that was one of
0: my favorite vehicles never ran it never drove never no didn't well i think we got on the road finally but uh you had to put a quart of oil in it every single day yeah so i traded so, it, i traded it for a bicycle <laughs> <laughs> and on that note i think we'll call it a night um all right. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, we'll get uh, better uh, uh, phone lines and whatnot in the future. I know it's been pretty hard to hear David and uh, Joseph, but we'll we'll iron out those problems later on. Thanks for calling in, and uh, to everyone who's been kind enough to listen to the podcast today. Thank you for listening, and look forward to more. See you later.
1: Bye. Bye. See ya.